hey, thanks for tuning in. I know it's been a while since I posted something here, so a separate little news update is coming after this audio essay. This audio essay originally appeared on YouTube as a video essay. Check out the video with graphics at the link in the description, as this version has been edited around the visual gags. You know, because you can't see them here. Shout out to our Masters in Hushian Analysis recipients, Alt-Universe Wash and Danny Spoonlord. Content warning for reclaimed use of the word queer and discussion of Cronus Ampera. You have been warned. Last time on Willet Homestuck's Diagnostic Panel, we came out of the gate fast with our hard-hitting Vrisk analysis, aka How to Diagnose a Vriska. This time, we're taking on a greasier beast. Welcome to How to Diagnose a Cronus. I'm Bucky Grant, and I use he, here or they, them pronouns. I'm Janiah Riley, and I use she, her pronouns. You did hear us right, and we are tackling the characteristics of fishboy extraordinaire Cronus Ampera. It's a bit of a present for a friend, and a bit of a roundup of another character archetype we'd like to see more of in our media. In this analysis, we're taking a little bit of a departure from canonicity for what we hope you'll agree is a good reason. In case you haven't noticed, the original Cronus Ampera is a bit... um... unsavory. Honestly, all of the Dancestors would wear a collective shirt that says Andrew Hussey has never actually been a Tumblr user in a significant capacity and therefore cannot actually create an accurate pastiche of any of its user-based subsets, except for how hard it'd be to fit that on a shirt. That being said, Cronus has enough distinctive characteristics rolled up into one piece of sashimi that we can get a cohesive picture of the kind of character we want him to represent. Without further ado, here are our diagnostic criteria. 1. Wannabe promiscuity. Cronus Ampera is unavoidably and unabashedly horny. The Cronus very much wants to get laid and spends a lot of their time trying very hard to do so. Whether or not they are successful is often dependent on the source material. Either way, they will hit on someone and it will probably be uncomfortable. This fishboy does not flirt well. 2. Fake it till you make it? Kronai have a deep and abiding dissatisfaction with themselves and or their circumstances in spite of outwardly high self-esteem. Cronus masks his insecurity with his greaser aesthetic and humankind aspirations, but is deeply unhappy with being a troll due to his friendliness and empty pails. 3. Tragic Backstory Every Cronus thinks his backstory is super tragic or ill-fated. It honestly might be, but he plays it up a little too much to have it work in his favor. Bonus points if it's a tragic backstory someone else also has. 4. Pompadour-like personality. Performative in the front, awkward in the back. Cronuses would very much like you to think that they are cool, hip, strong, and suave. They really play up the masculinity to get what they want, but it's often in a way that hurts them. Underneath, the Cronus is sensitive, a little awkward, and maybe, probably not, cisgender. 5. Buy and I don't even try. Oh my god, does he try. Cronus plays both sides of the field, figuratively and possibly literally. I'm not actually sure how good he is at sports. 
I do know that he's excellent at being attracted to practically anyone, though. 6. Anachronistic Aesthetic A greased-up pompadour, a floor-length trench coat, the Cronus can rock it, and all their outdated lingo. They think they are very cool for this. No one else does. 7. Musical Aspirations The Cronus would very much like to be a musical artist. They really want to sing, or play guitar, or both, or something else. Are they good at it? We'll see. So, we gave you a bunch of criteria that you can connect back to Cronus Ampora in his source material. But you and we both know that's not where this ride stops on Will at Homestuck. That's right. We're going to give you some examples from outside of Homestuck as characters that we think embody what it is to be a Cronus. Characters that need an accompanying bisexual headcanon to be a Cronus will be visually denoted with an asterisk, but as everyone knows, unless the character looks into the camera and says, I am a heterosexual, they're not confirmed to be straight. Here we go! We'd be remiss to ignore one of the original insecure musical greasers, Danny Zuko from Greece. He's practically got it all. He fucks, unfortunately. He's clearly insecure with himself to the point where he'll change his entire persona for a romantic interest, let alone dissing her in front of his friends. He's obviously bisexual. I mean, have you seen Grease? Grease itself is a musical, necessitating musicality for our dear Danny, and honestly I don't remember if he has a tragic backstory or not, but he uses puppy dog eyes as a flirting technique, so that's basically the same to a Cronus. Next up, Captain Jack Harkness from Doctor Who and Torchwood. Unlike most of the other Cronai on this list, Jack is genuinely, verifiably not heterosexual. His flirting is less cringeworthy than some of his other counterparts, but it does frequently throw a wrench in his friend's plans. Also, he's hateable in the modern age, if only because John Barrowman has said some questionable things. I wouldn't want to forget Juno Steele's childhood friend Mick Mercury from the Penumbra podcast. He's an absolute dumb shit con man with a penchant for telling wild tales he ends up believing more than his marks. He might not actually have the musicality of your typical Cronus, but his position as the friend you can't stand but can't leave behind firmly solidifies him to me as the Cronus of the Penumbra podcast. Regrettably, he is the only straight character on this podcast, but his source material is queer, so he gets a pass. Miguel and Tulio from The Road to El Dorado also strike us as profoundly Cronus in nature. Specifically, both of them. They come as a set. Do not separate them. They're shameless flirts, rogues, and scoundrels, and musical to boot, mixing modern wit with seafaring-era charm. Also, the creators originally intended them to be dating, so that makes them canonically not heterosexual. Checkmate, homophobes. It really wouldn't be a Cronus video without talking about the Onceler. Why? Because I said so. The Onceler hits all of the points of a Cronus as long as you include a bisexual headcanon. This is easy to do, because the Onceler shows no signs of romantic attraction to anyone in his movie, an issue Tumblr veterans will recall being met with a unique solution. How bad can this Cronus be? Horrible. Devastatingly horrible. And finally, our last defined Cronus is Donkey from Shrek. Look, we just did this guy in the Shrek episode, and he's sort of unequivocally a bard of hope even before we got to the Cronus characteristics. He's musical, he flirts, he unfortunately fucks, he's awkward, he's a little self-centered, but unlike the original, he also means well. He's also clearly in a queer platonic homosexual ashen relationship with Shrek and Puss in Boots, 
which fulfills the criteria of him being bisexual. Nailed it. That honestly isn't the end of our list, but this video is getting a bit long. Here are a bunch of suggestions that we will not be explaining. You're welcome. Lupin from Lupin the Third. Sokka from Avatar The Last Airbender. Lee Sizemore from Westworld. Crybaby from Crybaby. Mal Reynolds from Firefly. And Kevin from Steven Universe. Now that we've subjected you to all of that, where do we go from here? Well, as always, we're seeking to expand the idea of character analysis by looking at some common character archetypes we like. Cronuses may not have seemed like the next pick, but hey, we'd like to talk about men who aren't straight too. On top of that, we're introducing the idea that some of these character archetypes can come from interpretation as much as canonical traits. The Homestuck fandom in particular is well aware of the power of fan opinion, and we're going to be taking a look at more archetypes that are both fan favorites and fanon heavy. So take our interpretation and go in whatever direction you'd like with it. We can only expand our analysis by engaging in discussion about the way we see the media we consume and enjoy. Now, play that funky music, fish boy. Support our podcast by visiting us on Sponsus at the link in the description or by telling your friends about us. Special thanks to our classpecting undergrad, Sylph of Breath, and our Dreaming Moon scholars, Starshine, Sinamari, and Space Cadet. Your name can be read here too if you join our Sponsus. Our next character analysis video premieres on April 20th, 2021 on our YouTube channel. Thanks and have a great day.